Evening everybody, this is uh, Hunter here uh, from The Real Pineapple, and uh, it sucks that I have to do another one of these. Um, so in case you, I, I'm sure as you all know by now, there was another senseless, stupid shooting that took place in uh, El Paso, Texas uh, over the weekend, uh, Saturday, um, Saturday um, was when it happened, and then there was another shooting in Dayton, Ohio, as well. Um, multiple injured, multiple dead, and, and I just, I, I, I don't even know what to, to, to say at this point, uh, to be honest, guys. You know, I, I, I'm kind of paraphrasing what I said last last week, but you know, we're not a, we're not, we're not a news network. You know, we don't try to be, we try to be, you know, as entertaining and, uh, sometimes terrible, uh, as we, as we can, and, but we're not doing our job if we don't at least acknowledge stuff like this as it happens, um, kind of pick our spots in that way, and to all the men, um, the women, the, the kids, hell, that were affected by this, to all the families that are affected by this, um, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm just. I'm sorry that. I'm sorry that we're at a point where we can't even feel safe going to get groceries, without worried about being shot at. I'm. I'm sorry that we can't send our kids to school without being worried about them being shot at in their school. I'm. I'm sorry that one reason I don't go see movies that often during the night is because I still think about what happened in Colorado. Uh, you know, with, with, with Dark Knight, um, it, this shouldn't keep happening, plain and simple, and I, there's just a point where we have to say that thoughts and prayers, while those are great, thoughts and prayers without action means nothing, plain and simple, and I know it's going to piss some people off, that's fine, but we've been trying prayer for a while, and we have more uh, we have more shootings that have happened in the U.S. than days currently this year. So, yeah, prayer is great, but some shit needs to change. And I'm sorry, universal background check is the very, very least we should be doing at this point. Um, so, I, I'm sorry. Like, I, I'm just, I'm so fucking sorry for everyone that's affected by this to, to the people who are there to the people who know those people I, I just it's so frustrating to watch this and just to see how we're tearing we're tearing each other apart and how it's almost done like set to a stopwatch now you know we'll be outraged for a couple days people will say they'll pray and that you know God was a country and we'll move on until this happens inevitably over again and there's just a point where something needs to change and that we need to take responsibility and go, what the hell can we do to go ahead and make it try, try to just make this not happen anymore. So I, I'm from everyone here at the Real Pineapple, I'm sending our thoughts and prayers um, and just and just hoping, praying that something actually changes and that we can have a discussion on gun control, not taking all the guns away before you freak out. Because I know that's what a lot of people think. They hear gun control. They go, they're taking our guns. No. We just want to make it not so easy to get, you know, guns that are in Call of Duty. It shouldn't be that fucking easy to get something that powerful. But anyways, um, thank you so much for listening, guys. I, I hope our uh, insanity uh, can help bring a little bit of peace in this just in these troubling times. So, um, thank you so much for listening. Here's our review of uh, Hobbs and Shaw. We had a good review. We had fun with it. Uh, we hope you have as much fun listening to it as we did making it. Um, we'll talk to you guys later. Thank you so much. Three, two, one. You ready? listening to The Real Pineapple Podcast Network.
two. <clears throat> Good evening, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. This is the real pineapple. This is your humble host, Hunter here. And oh my God, we've got all the boys on one podcast. Hell yeah, <laughs> we've got Scott. Scott, how you doing, buddy? Just so good. We got like all three boys, hard boys, in the house at one time. I'm, I'm, I'm so, so excited. excited. So excited. I, there's nothing that gets me harder than you two boys, and mm. <laughs> and I hear Colin. Colin, how you doing, sir? Yeah, I'm good. The boys are back. Yeah, boys are back, back in town. In town. But, but uh, guys, guys, thank you so, so much for listening. listening. If you haven't checked, checked out our Once Upon a Time Hollow review, that is uh, up right now. Go check that out. And uh, in the next month, so our reviews are gonna get a little uh, a little more snarkier than usual because we are starting our fantasy football league here soon, <laughs> and and so if I lose to Colin or Scott, I will be a total dick <laughs> on whatever we're reviewing. So you mean I, when you do? I oh see here we go. <laughs> Season hasn't even started yet, but uh, but yeah. So we're gonna be out of town. Uh, we'll be out of town for that uh, Labor Day weekend. So we'll have a review up that Friday morning. I'll review something that uh, that Thursday night. But uh, what we are here to review today is what are we reviewing, Colin? Hobbs and Shaw. Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> <laughs> A little bit off on the shanning for a while, but it's okay. So perfect. <laughs> but but <laughs> if, if you heard a giant boo of my roommate hearing me say Hobbs and Shaw. Um, but we're reviewing Hobbs and Shaw, which I'm not going to lie, guys. Uh, I was excited. It's a perfect word just because Colin came with me. Like, and, and, he went, and we went and saw the movie. But, <laughs> but, but me and Colin Nailed got it. to go see... Thank that's you. Like, that took me a second. Yeah, I, I know. Those are the best ones. But uh, Colin was telling me, he's like, hey, you know what? Let's go see Hobbs and Shaw. I'm like, oh, dude, down. So we saw this Thursday night, like at 7.30, opening night, with uh, his wives. Uh, one of her, one of her, <laughs> My wife. Uh, one of her brothers, Chris. Uh, shout out to Chris. And... I will tell you right now, we had beers, we had bros, <laughs> we we had we had Papa McCorn, and we had a theater that clearly either walked into the wrong theater or didn't or didn't know what this was gonna fucking be because a lot of our theater was quiet. Like a lot of theaters come kind of like, what the fuck are we watching? Yeah. Like, like it was actually kind of weird. But to be honest, it made me love Chris and Colin even more because we were laughing our asses off. We were not hiding it. We were not trying to be quiet. We were like, oh, fuck yeah, this is Hobbs and fucking Shaw. And we were just going to laugh and high-five and throw out. And um, I will say right now, for the experience alone, it's a fan-fucking-tastic. Just off, just off the experience part, not the actual movie great. Before everyone freaks out. But... Uh, yeah, I, I, I went in this wanting something dumb and cheesy, and I got dumb and cheesy, and I was entertained. Uh, Colin, kind of your thoughts going into this. Yeah, I mean, I had a night, I mean, I, so, I'm, this, I just, this is, I can't the name, Hobbs yeah. and Yeah, not only is it Hobbs and Shaw, but it's Fast and Furious Presents, colon, Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah, it's like Alfred Hitchcock presents Yeah. Um, so, I mean, yeah, all the Fast and Furious movies are over-the-top, ridiculous. Like, you know, the last one involved a giant submarine, like, breaching out of ice while they were driving fast cars around it. Correct. <laughs> Shooting yeah. missiles and whatnot. So, I mean, As you do. Yeah. I had a pretty good idea. Like, the spin-off could only be that much dumber. <laughs> um... So, yeah, I was pretty pumped for, like, some turn-my-brain-off, like, watch some dumb, <laughs> crazy colors on the screen. <laughs> yeah, and, man, the colors get crazy here. Uh, Scott, you were definitely the uh, the old man Nearman on this one here. Like, ah, no, 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 let's be clear. <laughs> the only reason you think I'm old man Nearman is because I wasn't chanting Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> That's the only qualifier. <laughs> That, but, is, that is accurate. I was. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I had the same expectations as you guys. We all kind of knew what we were getting into, right? Yeah. This was. Yeah. It was. It wasn't even Fast and the Furious. This was a spinoff of Fast and the Furious, and which, which, yeah. 
Which, which, uh, you, you guys will have to fill me in, maybe. I don't believe I saw the last one, eight or nine. Um, yeah. So I don't, is is this a continuation of that storyline at all? Or is it no, just like a couple, just couple bros getting after it? it, it it's, so honestly, man, guys, I don't care what you say. I love Bro 007 because that's exactly what this is. It's, it, it's, bro, it, it's seriously Bro 007. This, this is James Bond for people who used to wear like, Volcom, <laughs> like, like that's what this is. And if you go into it knowing that, you'll go, oh yeah, that was probably fine or whatever. But goddamn, dude, there is so much dumb shit in here that happens. I have, I probably lost weight just from how hard I was laughing. Colin will tell you, we were both just cackling. He's like, what the fuck are we watching? But, but in the best way though, like. The best way. It was like both. I, I would agree. I like me and I went with Kelly and uh, we Who's were Kelly? we were laughing our ass off. She's a girlfriend. Oh. Uh, <laughs> we were we were cackling through most of it too. Oh, you like, have to be. And it's and it's like there's <laughs> and then then you would have the people in the theater. I think we had a little more enthusiastic crowd compared to you guys, but um, the people behind us were just busting up it. So there was like the crazy, over the top, just absurd things that would make you laugh, and then there would be the jokes that they would try to tell that were supposed to make you laugh, like <laughs> for like actual laugh. The people behind us were like laughing, and then we would be laughing at that. That they, it was just, I mean, as going off laughs alone, I mean. I exactly fan fucking tastic, but there was a there was a movie too. <laughs> yeah, so so basically they took the plot from Mission Impossible Three and added cars to it. That's essentially what they did because Vanessa Kirby plays Hattie Shaw. She works for MI6, who happens to be a Decker Shaw, who Jason uh, I love to fight giant shark Statham plays, and basically there's a virus that can kill everyone it was supposed to be designed to uh to go ahead and i guess pass out or distribute um like cures like that uh, vaccines on you know the they, they didn't really do a great job of describing <laughs> what if, because no really though i mean like at first they they they, they, they like try to explain it a little bit but all you really hear most of the time of, of like the bad part of this is the weakest will die Right? right? Isn't that just what yeah. we hear constantly? Unless you, unless unless you picked up on something different. No, that that's basically it. Basically, it, you, it was supposed to be something that was good, but it was turned for evil. That's basically all you need to know. And the the man who's trying to go ahead and get this, uh, go ahead and get this disease, this uh, virus, is Brixton, played by Idris fucking Elba. Who I'm just gonna say right now was my favorite part about this fucking movie. Uh, was was uh, Mr. Elba and. He is playing Black Superman. That's exactly who he's playing. He makes he makes the comment himself. I'm Black Superman, and I'm just gonna say this is when I was laughing because I could see Scott. I can imagine Scott in the theater going, like, "All right, movie." Like, like, And, and you guys will have to excuse me because I'm just gonna laugh through so much of this. So, Brixton is, and I'm reading from the I, uh, from the uh, from the uh, Rotten Tomatoes uh, synopsis here. But when a uh, cyber genetically enhanced anarchist, <laughs> which holy shit, whoever wrote this couldn't have not been laughing as they wrote that. Like, and he's being God. controlled by just some like computer voice guy. Which I don't think they ever show, do they? No, he's being controlled by a Zordon from Power Rangers. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I I felt like they were trying to give us hints or something. Like, it was an Avengers movie. Like, oh, it's this bad guy. We all know about this guy. And then, but it's a spinoff of Fast and the Furious. Like, I don't know who this person is that is just, like, in uh, Charlie from Charlie's Angels. You have no (laughs) idea. You have no idea who this person is. And I, they're like, it, could you think of who it might be? Oh, you know the guy, um, like the very first Fast and the Furious, when um, Homie goes to <laughs> sit down and eat a sandwich, and he gets all up in his face. He's like, 
yeah, you're you're an asshole or whatever, and fights him. Maybe it's that guy. Maybe it's a callback from like the very first movie. Is what I hope it is. It would make it even more ridiculous. Yeah. So honestly, my whole thing is, as someone who's just, I honestly, it's probably just bought all the Fast and Furious movies in 4K and has been going through and rewatching them. Uh, first off. God damn, that first Fast and Furious movie is so fucking funny. It, it, it's so bad, but so wonderful. Just so brotastic. But there's nothing in the canon, and I use the word canon very loosely here, but there's nothing in the canon that suggests who it would be. The rumor is in the sequel that apparently has already been greenlit. Hooray. Um, it's It might be Keanu Reeves. That's the rumor. So... Like, if I get to see Keanu Reeves fuck up Dwayne Johnson's day, I'm, I'm totally okay with that. That would be epic. Yeah, that, that would be fucking epic. Um, I will just also say, too, I did like John Wick 3 more than I, more than I liked Hobbs and Shadow White. But basically, the, the, um, uh, Hattie is framed for killing all the MI6 agents that uh, Brixton did. She's on the run. So then... Who do we need to go and save the world? Luke Hobbs and Deckard Shaw. <laughs> so, <laughs> am I selling you on that synopsis there? <laughs> but no, you're doing a great job. Thanks, man. So, I don't remember why they were like, we need both of you from, <laughs> like, we need you from LA and you from London. You have to work together because I didn't even think. I, I don't know why. Don't exp- they don't explain that at all. I'm like, wait, like, why do they both need to be there? <laughs> because, because they they have two different agents who recruit them. So, but then the agents know each other because they talk about it. So it's like, well, why couldn't you just send one person <laughs> instead of both of them? Which, goddamn, that's a really good point. I did not even consider that. But uh, they send them both because fuck you. That's why. And because there's no Hobbs without Shaw. That's why. Yeah, you, it, it, you gotta have the brains and the suave with the muscle, you know. Yeah, yeah. you yeah, can't just have... chant Shaw. You have to yeah. chant yeah. Hobbs and <laughs> right. Shaw. Exactly. You'd be crazy. Yeah, exactly. What I'm just gonna have peanut butter, no jelly. Come on, <laughs> like, I, come and, on. And, I need to... You know, I think they. I will protest a little bit on the title of this movie because I feel like it should be Hobbs's and Shaw's is I think a more <laughs> accurate title for this. Because wow. it's Shaw, and so it's the Jason Statham and his sister. So Shaw's, and then <laughs> there are a few, there are a few many Hobbs as well. So it's the Hobbses and the Shaws. I think would probably be a word. The, the, the only thing missing here was Calvin, admittedly, because you know, it's all Calvin Hobbs versus Hunter. Thanks, bro. But, 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 I was trying to describe this movie to a friend, and like they weren't getting it at all. And they're just like, oh, yeah, okay, that's cool. Yeah, I used to read the comics back in the day. I'm like, do you think I'm talking about a live-action Calvin and Hobbes movie where they drive cars and fight people with guns? What, what are you imagining right now? Man, that would be an amazing um, Calvin and Hobbes, though. <laughs> At that point, I was just like, okay, we can talk about something else. <laughs> clearly don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Wait, that, are you serious about that? Uh, yeah, it was actually our friend, uh, buddy Kyle Pointer from Seattle. But oh, oh my fucking god, that's amazing! I yeah, <laughs> he's like, oh yeah, I like the old comics, and I was like, uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> the tiger and the kid. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's let's be honest, dude. These are practically science fiction movies at this point. Like the like I. Well, like, so what? So what do we do? Like. Movie. What are you? What are we judging this off of? Like because you know we can, Colin and I will go see Pacific Rim like ten out of ten times and love it every time, and then Hunter will see it and hate it. I feel like it falls under that kind of category of so ridiculous that it might be good. I'm just figuring out where you guys are gonna fall if you if if. You had a good enough time in it to where you'd be like, okay, that was so bad, it was good, or you couldn't get past it. Colin will tell you I was cheering during this. Like there were so many points where I was like, get him off, get him shot, yeah. yeah. I, I had a genuinely good time. Yeah, that's good. 
it did it did get slow near the end when like before they finally got to their big battle where it changed from like night to daylight all of a sudden out of nowhere but <laughs> i saw i told kelly that and she's like it was dusk yeah or it was it was dawn i was, uh, like, was like no way pretty sure it was like pitch black <laughs> No, it was it was clearly nighttime when the fight starts, and then they talk about how the island will provide, and apparently the island provides fast forward because it goes from dusk to dawn, as it were, and then, and then it's the afternoon because again, fuck you, that's all. I whispered that over to call, like, wait, how did it go from from night yeah, to morning? Yeah, we were all so confused. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I'm sorry, pardon me. But that almost made me love it more. I'm just like, they, the, the writers clearly just came in and went, we're gonna make something, we're gonna make one of those TNT movies for guys who like movies. You like boobs and guns? Yeah. They're like, we're running out of time to shoot in Hawaii. We had a schedule, so fuck it. We're just gonna film this rest part during the day because we don't have another night left. It almost feels like maybe like Jerry from Parks and Rec was filming it and left the cap on. They're like, "Oh well, it's night now. Well, fuck. Okay, <laughs> like we'll just we'll just use this to go ahead and shoot." But I, so I gave you the plot, right? That really is the plot. Uh, as as far as just kind of breaking this down, uh, Dwayne Johnson, man, he's one of the big. He's the highest paid. Uh, movie star in the world right now, which who the fuck would have thought that ten years ago? I mean, what you know, say what you will about his uh, filmography, which going down it, I will not lie, does not look great. It doesn't look great, but that dude's bank account is fat Dude, right now. Yeah, I mean, so I personally enjoy Rampage. Uh, I'm a fan. Now, would you uh, say uh, let me let me throw something out here for you guys? Please. Would you say that Dwayne Johnson is the Adam Sandler of action movies? Oh no, because I I can remember the last time I liked The Rock and something. <laughs> I can't remember the last Adam Sandler movie. Well, I feel like he he still gets paid a lot of money. People still like him a lot. I'm not saying that he is. I, I I like I like The Rock a lot a lot better obviously, but I'm saying as far as action movies go, he's in so many and he's got like the same role. It's kind of like fills that it's like he he's got this this niche that he fits for every single role. I didn't know if you were like, well, he's it's getting. Are you guys getting tired of The Rock yet, or is, I, I, is more? Not. He I mean like. So, like, I didn't like Rampage, like, at all. I thought that movie was, really? like, super boring. Yeah, and yeah then, I didn't like it. Um, Skyscraper, I still haven't watched. It just seems <laughs> it so does. stupid. So, so Scott, so, like, we reviewed that one, I remember. And did we? We did. We were not fans of it. I think, I think you these. I think you might have seen that. I don't know if I saw Oh, I think... Oh, man, I think you I did. did see that. You did yeah. see it, yeah, because yeah. yeah. we both gave it, like, C-minuses. Yeah. We were not fans of it. I love yeah, I love San Andreas though. That one's great. San Andreas is great. Uh huh. Like GI Joe's not great. No, um, <laughs> like I loved Baywatch. Like Baywatch was I great. It was okay. <laughs> no, I was not a fan. Um, see, he he just hits and misses a lot. But like one way or the other, I feel like all those movies end up like at least making money. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah and. And Moana was only three years ago, and Jumanji is getting a sequel. And Jumanji cleaned up. I like so. Jumanji. I did too. So, I will say The Rock, man, he just keeps finding these ways to, you know, to, to go ahead and keep being relevant, keep turning out, uh, turn out hits. Uh, Jason Statham, I love that he's just leaning into being, like, a great derp actor. <laughs> like, he's just like, okay, like, I get that I, like... Because someone brought up to me, they're like, what about Snatch? I'm like, how long ago was Snatch? That's the only movie he can bring up. That's 2001. Mm-hmm. 18 years ago. Like, Well, he did that's... He did Snatch and then, like, the transporter pretty close to each other. And people were like, oh, damn, this guy's... I mean, that's what I said. I was like, this guy is the new action hero. And then so, so, he did about a thousand of those. So let me, let me read off to you uh, what he's done since... Uh, uh, since, since the transporter, transporter. Uh, uh, Italian, Italian job, job. enjoying Italian job. job. Yeah. Um, transporter, transporter two, not great. Uh, crank, not great. Uh, war, that movie with Jet Li, not great. Uh, I like the bank job. I actually like bank that jobs one. good. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Death Race, didn't like that. 
Transporter, Transporter 3, 3 Crank 2 High Voltage, voltage. Uh, The Expendables, I don't like The Expendables movie, sorry, I just don't, um, The Mechanic, Nomeo and Juliet, <laughs> really? Okay, um, Safe, which I forgot he did Safe, uh, Parker, that movie he did with Jennifer Lopez, uh, let's see, see. Homefront, fuck, I forgot about Homefront, Mechanic, Mechanic Resurrection, which I, we did review and we did not like that. And, and then, then he got into the, the, uh, the Fast and Furious movies, and then, and then he did the Meg last year, year which, if you guys have listened to this podcast, I fucking love the Meg. I make no apologies for it. Uh, Colin owns the Meg. I think Colin likes the Meg. Oh, yeah, the Meg is great. I mean, honestly, when you're going through his filmography, I mean, like, he isn't much different than the rock right now right Absolutely. like the, the movies are all similar like there's there's like plenty of really dumb ones but like he has a huge fan base for a lot of those movies like expendables typically were making money yeah a lot of money yeah they were. yeah so i mean it's like Dwayne, like the rock's not making like these amazing great movies <laughs> like he's no. doing derp roles too he's leaning into this like ridiculous like over the top arnold schwarzenegger style action right guy I don't feel like it's too dissimilar to like Jason Statham. No, so, that, and that's a fair point. So, so it's Hobbs and Shaw get together, and guess what? They don't like each other, right? Oh, what? so that's <laughs> so that's the big shock. And then they are constantly the whole the whole movie is about them rescuing Hattie, right? Who who has this inner blood, this virus in her blood? She injected the virus in her blood, which into I mean, herself. Which admittedly was like the dumbest, cleverest thing you could have done, cause, cause, uh, cause Idris Elba's about to break through that fucking. He's in, uh, she's in this car or back in this truck hiding out, and Brixton, because he's Black Superman, is punching through the back of a truck. Which, which I'm gonna tell you right now, that's when I was like, God damn! I was like, I was like, Idris Elba don't play, but. She injects herself so the virus is safe, quote-unquote, but she'll die within 20, 72 hours. So then the movie turns into, you know, a big giant, you know, like, beat-the-clock beat challenge, basically. Which, I will say, if you're if you're doing the math, the fact that they would be able to get from, like, where, like, that they'd have to get from, The Rock would have to get from, what, like, L.A. to uh, London, and then from London to Moscow, and then Moscow to Samoa. Yeah, didn't they say 30 hours? Is that what you said? No, 72. Don't they say 72 hours, Colm, I think, until the virus goes off? Uh, yeah, that's probably right. Which, now I that you're like talking about it, makes zero sense. <laughs> yeah, like, because you start doing the math of how long... Like, these flights would be taking a good amount of time. <laughs> yeah, like, there's no way that she would have been dead already. But, so, again, another plot hole. Which is not... Okay, but we can probably get the, to the idea that that's not the point of this movie, though. Oh, yeah. Like, none like, of these things actually bothered me in the least when I was watching it, but it is funny to look back and be like... Yeah, none of that made sense at all. <laughs> I, I will say there are some things that did go like too over the top. Like, oh, such as there was um, the kind of the climax of this movie. Uh, there was a big fight. Um, generally, that whole thing was was over the top. But there's the point when they've got uh, Brixton is in a helicopter. That's attached to it. This is many. You're about to describe the best part of the movie. Yeah, you are. Like by far the best part. It was attached to like a like a pulling rope that or big ass chain. Yeah, huge chain that's attached to a tow truck, and Shaw's uh, Shaw's driving it, and Hobbs is in the back, and he he lassos it. Right, he lassos the helicopter, (laughs) and there's a there's a point where where Hobbs has the chain attached to a helicopter in one hand, and he has the truck (laughs) attached to his hand with his other hand, and he's holding steady and even brings it in and wraps it back up, curls it, just just muscles it. Uh, Yeah, it's just quite a scene. That's got to be the climax of the whole thing. And they all have these cars that have these, like, (laughs) locking mechanisms so that they can, like, connect up to the other cars because obviously everyone needs that. (laughs) (laughs) But they use the NOS. I will give them this. They they went through the NOS NOS sequence very well. 
there's a solid use of knobs. <laughs> yeah. Um, Getting old I, I was... with the Fast and Furious. <sighs> yeah. It, it was really funny to see The Rock using the uh, Simone's uh, soldier serum to go ahead and keep the helicopter that close because it's straight out of Winter Soldier or, like, or, or Civil War. I was like, wait a minute, I've seen this before. And when, when, those, when those cars were attaching to each other, I was busting, oh, I was laughing so oh, hard. I was laughing the whole time, yeah. <laughs> that was me, a beautiful Colin, scene. Colin and I, pardon me, were practically each other's like shoulders. We were laughing so hard, like what the. And fuck I was looking over laughing? at my brother-in-law Chris, and he just had both his hands up in the air with like his <laughs> mouth like open, and he just kept yeah. going, "What?" <laughs> I was like, but, that was making me enjoy it so much more, just like watching him just dumbfounded about what was he was watching on the screen. <laughs> My favorite thing is when when he originally lassos the, uh, the helicopter, Chris just face palmed like, what the fuck? <laughs> and, and me and Colin said the same thing to each other, like, what the fuck are we watching right now that this qualifies as a movie? And it, yes, it is, it is absurd as hell, but let's go through the action, though. So the first, uh, so the first kind of big initial, uh, action set piece i'd call it is where brixton and his uh his squad basically break in to go ahead and steal hattie because they figured out she has the virus uh she injected the virus on herself can i just say that you guys are star wars fans even stormtroopers like would be like god brixton's team can't hit shit because they're like five the rock or Luke and Shaw, like, sorry, Hobbs and Shaw. They're like five feet in front of, <laughs> shut up. Hobbs and Shaw, Hobbs and Shaw, Shaw. I'm getting there, I'm getting there. But Hobbs and Shaw are like five feet in front of Rickston when him and his crew break in, and they miss every shot <laughs> to shoot them. I was like, wow, you're really bad with your guns, but okay. And The Rock is like 6'5", 280. Like, how you're missing him just doesn't. Make a whole lot of fucking sense, but whatever, sure. Um, that leads to a scene where Brixton grabs Hattie and is basically just like, uh, like what do you call it? Like wire, like, like wiring down, I guess you call it, or uh, which part? Like when, like when they're scaling down the building. Oh, repelling. Repelling. Oh, 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 that scene. Yeah, oh. yeah and those like repelling rope mechanism things that they throw, yeah. like or like they all jump out, and then the the cords <laughs> shoot off the roof, and then I they think all they even like, shoot first. Yeah, like they, like, they shoot them before they even jump that's out. Right. It was. It was <laughs> that's even a really more good ridiculous. point. <laughs> Like none of this would ever work if you tried it. No. Two so they're times in so a row. they're they're barreling down the side of a building on these ropes that just magically attach to them. And here comes, as you're about to say, Hunter. Here comes Hobbs just flying. Yeah, no flying. Like seriously, flying straight <laughs> like Cap Cap. Remember that scene in Winter Soldier where he just dives out of the plane? He's like, oh, they have a parachute? No, but he's super powered. So you're like, all right, fuck it. But Hob just jumps as out of the building, free falling, and starts punching this dude <laughs> on the way down. While on the other side, Shaw has gone to this elevator, just hits off his wrist, one button, and just free falls <laughs> so he can catch up. I'm like, all right. So Hobbs jumps down. Brixton has Hattie over his shoulder. He puts her down, looks up, is like, oh, shit. And Hobbs just breaks through. In theory, killing Brixton. They break through this, and they break through this glass like ceiling, and and then they hit concrete, and they're both just just a okay. Like, and it's just you're watching it, and you're like, oh my god, this is just this is what the movie's giving me. Like, I just need to accept that this is the journey we're going on. Um, I will say though that leads to a pretty badass. Uh, chase scene though, and it's funny. I'm gonna compare this movie to uh, to Spectre, and the reason I'm gonna do that is because um, this movie, just like Spectre, has a worldwide organization that we've never heard about in any of the other movies <laughs> that controls everything. Apparently, it's like mm-hmm. they can they control governments, they control politicians. I was like, I've never heard of these guys in any of the other fucking movies you guys have done, and. They just so happen. Like, as well-connected as this organization is, they can't kill three people. Like, it's 
like Hobbs and Shaw and Hattie are just too crafty for this <laughs> worldwide. Like this worldwide, they pretty much make them like seem unstoppable, and yet these three just keep eluding them. Um, I'll, I'll tell you right now, I know something that drove Scott nuts before he even says it. I'm gonna mm-hmm. just, I'm gonna throw it out there, and please let me know if I'm correct. Um, they have to get out of the country. They have to get to uh, to Russia. I want to say, yeah, because they need to get like supplies. And shit. <laughs> I know. You're going to say. And, and and the way they just go, oh well, we're on every like you know like no fly list, and people are watching us. And Shaw, who I don't recall them ever establishing can hack shit, he just goes, oh yeah, I went ahead and triangulated our cell phones that are stuck in this other part of the world. That'll buy us forty eight hours. I was like. Alright. <laughs> like, like, sure, fine. Like, why am I even questioning you? I apologize. <laughs> but did, that 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 one actually did bother me a little bit. I well, like, eh! I, see, I thought you were about to say when they got all dressed up and then went on the plane and then they met Kevin Hart. <laughs> <laughs> what, you not like Kevin Cause, Hart? Because if, if The Rock's there, then Kevin has to be there, too. It's a, That's true. They're kind of I'm a just... package deal. After Central Intelligence, man, you know, Kevin Hart needs to, <laughs> Kevin Hart knows. No, now, see, I, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I, I was just going to say, I will say one thing that worked so well about this, man, the cameos in this, I thought were fucking brilliant. Um, Helen Mirren, we've seen her in the other movie. She's uh, Jason Statham and uh, uh, Vanessa Kirby's mom. She's Queenie. And the fact they're getting Helen Mirren for these fucking movies is kind of insane when you think about it, but I'm sure she's being very paid paid very handsomely well, which is good for her. But it seeing and I know I'm gonna get shit for this, but it's fine. Seeing Decker talk to his mom, I don't know, man. I thought it was kinda sweet. Yeah, no, <laughs> okay. not really. <laughs> am I am I on the phone by myself? All right, fine. That's fine. Whatever. I, I couldn't have probably cared less about that. <laughs> okay. Uh, I, no, that, that's fair. So, I, I, so to uh, one part that did that was like huge, probably biggest eye roll for me um, of the movie. One of one of them. I, I I wouldn't go too far, but they they make a call uh, a a callback in this movie um, to. Uh, I to Shaw and his and Hattie, who is his sister, was back in the day when they used to um, like rob people, basically. Yeah. <laughs> and the little little sting that they set up was called the Mick Jagger, and it was like that. So then, uh, you know, cut to a little bit later where Hobbs and Shaw are tied up and they're getting electrocuted, and uh, The Rock's doing a great job of acting in that one. Uh, he's, getting, he's getting electrocuted real bad, and then uh, so he uh, Hobbs has an idea of like, oh, I know how we can get out of this um, because Hattie is kind of on the loose. Um, they're working with him, and kind of looks leans into Shaw as like they're they're arguing and bickering like they always do. It's like, yeah, I wouldn't even want you in a band. You know what? You would, you would, you would, you wouldn't even be the lead singer, singer Mick Jagger, and, and you shock kind of days like shakes his head. But what? Oh, we're gonna do the Mick Jagger? Like it? Oh man, I might. That was. I rolled my eyes so hard. Oh, that's so good. So good. But like. I I'm struggling with this movie because I was laughing through a lot of it, but it's not because it was trying to be funny, but because it was so utterly ridiculous. I don't know where where did you guys end up falling on this? Yeah, I the thing is, it's so dumb. It's such a fucking dumb movie. Idris Elba though, man, like that car chasing we were just talking about when he ends up crashing through the top of the uh, double decker bus, which is hilarious, admittedly. But he takes his helmet off and throws it down. He's like mother, like he's pissed off. I was like, okay, he actually has some, um, like he's really kind of like taking this seriously, like as seriously as you could take something like this. Um, I, I love the line. I love the fact that he called himself like, "Look, I'm Black Superman." I love that that line was improv. I didn't know that line was improv till a couple days ago. I was like, "Oh wow, that, yeah, Idris Elba is a is the classically trained actor. You know, the best out of all of these 
people in this movie, and I thought he brought it this movie. I thought his physicality, there, there are some great hand-to-hand fight scenes, especially at the end, that you get. Uh, there's one inside of a <laughs> abandoned Chernobyl site, because why the fuck not? <laughs> that, that he's fighting uh, Shaw and Holmes at the same time, and it's a pretty cool, like, in the back of this truck, which... Uh, doesn't the building fall on the back of the truck or something like that? That's yep. how he gets, yeah, because, again, fuck you, that's why. But I, I thought the hand-to-hand stuff was really good, and I thought that his, as far as him being uh, villainous, I thought he did a great job. I loved when he went, oh, what was the line? Uh, uh, genocide schminocide. <laughs> tell you i was mid-sip of my margarita and i started i started choking on it because it caught me so off guard i was like damn genocide schminocide never thought i'd hear each of someone say anything like that but oh my god that shit was so fucking funny just dude they, they could not have given less of a fuck and you know what god bless them for it because like honestly i got what i I really got what I wanted from this. Um, Chris Morgan, who's the writer on this, he's got a, um, admittedly, uh, <laughs> kind of spotty uh, uh, screenwriter history. He did that. Uh, he did Tokyo Drift, which is not great. Uh, he did Wanted, which I actually like. Wanted. I was like, all right. He did uh, the Fast and Furious. He did the Fast and Furious reboot in 09. He did uh, Fast Five, Fast Six, Furious Seven. Um, he did the. He was a producer on that Mummy reboot, which. <laughs> and uh, he was a producer on that movie. Uh, on that movie Bird Box with uh, Sandra Bullock. So, he he's been around some pretty like higher end, you know, like successful shit. And he's a producer and screenwriter on this and. I thought that a lot of the jokes that the the banter, as it were, between Hobbs and Shaw, there's a, the whole scene on the plane where Shaw just goes, "Look, you're trying to nail my sister. I fucking know it. Like, stop trying to nail my sister." And and Hobbs just he punks him so bad, talking about how, "Oh yeah, I'm not gonna make a move on your sister, but she, you know, consensually wants to get on top and ride this black mountain, this brown mountain." Sorry, I was thinking about myself. Uh, this brown, <laughs> ride this, ride this brown mountain for as long as she wants. I was like, "Jesus, okay." And and Shaw just staring him down, like, "I fucking hate you." But that scene made me laugh so fucking hard, and. There's a lot of witty banter, I think, that works between uh, 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 Dwayne Johnson and Jason Statham. I think they just have great chemistry. Uh, Scott, kind of your thoughts on that? Um, I mean, yeah, I think I think they do have good chemistry. Um, but, like, it's not written for them. Like, there's, there's, the script isn't there for them. But it's just, it was just so, uh, I just thought it was, like, super predictable in the way that like their relationship would be where they hated each other pretty much the entire time and even like we're still giving each other shit and then like at the very end fight scene revealed some things like yeah i love you brother it's like okay what about you? what about you colin what do you think yeah I, I i enjoyed the banter but more than the banter, I enjoyed that there wasn't too many breaks in between where, like, giant, over-the-top, ridiculous action scenes were taking place. <laughs> Agreed. So, like, um, yeah, you know, they, they had good on-screen chemistry in between, um, you know, the next giant fight or, or chase scene. <laughs> and, um, I just remember, like, like the, the moments when I was laughing, like, watching things go absolutely nuts on the screen was i just was like feeling like giddy i was just like oh my god i can't believe they made this i love i love that this is happening like so i mean those were all the feelings that i really just like remember leaving the theater with was just like you know kind of giddy fun um but yeah they like they, they were I, I i liked both of them i liked that you know it, it definitely was like very cookie cutter like uh, like these two alphas are gonna have their pissing match the whole movie and then at the end they're gonna be like 
we got to combine our powers now. <laughs> and then that's the only way we can defeat Idris Elba. And, you know, yeah, it, it was definitely predictable. But, um, yeah, there, was, there weren't too many times where I was like, I wasn't really enjoying myself, I guess. So, so it, it, I'm happy you brought that up, like the kind of combining their powers, because that leads to the the, the last big sort of like you know blowout scene where uh, you know of course they have to get off the map again because they just got out of Russia and oh man like where can we go? And Lukovs, who was never really mentioned this that I can think of in the prior movies, talks about how oh I had a falling out with my family, you know my daughter doesn't even know who her family is and and I would. I would rather die than go back home, and it's like, it's like oh, where, oh, where can, we can we go? Uh, uh, I can, I know some place where no one will find us. Home, oh, dun dun dun. And so they go back to to Samoa, and he talks to uh, Moana. Uh, sorry, his mom, and, and basically this turns into Moana in the last turn. It's like, all right, like let's have all the Samoan people combine their powers because they're mystical. Let's have them fight the evil invading. Black, black man with white people helping him, and and it leads to that whole scene where it goes from dot uh, from dusk to dawn to evening whatever, and it it it's 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 hilarious because your first thought is oh they have guns they'll just shoot them and. They have this kind of, it's kind of an explanation, but kind of not, because they say the guns are controlled by, like, a trigger or, like, a like a, like a microchip, and that you have to, like, you know, be, like, have the chip in the gun or whatever to actually shoot it, but then Hattie, who they don't really mention being a hacker, but she can hack shit, apparently, too hacks uh, their, their like systems, systems and, and shuts all their, all their guns down. down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, every, everybody on the other the bad guys, all of their guns did not work. Yeah, but but then that would ex- that that logic would have to extend to the helicopter being tied to the name system, which doesn't make any sense because they're not guns. But whatever, fuck you. That's why. And I will say I'm not a huge Roman Reigns fan. I'm, I'm a big wrestling fan. I can't. I don't really don't like Roman Reigns. But seeing him in this and the Rock basically Irish whips him <laughs> towards Roman Reigns and he spears him. They go go like Samoa. <laughs> Scott, that whole thing where uh, the rock has the chain for the helicopter and pulls it. Um, all those cars, I think, Colin, you'll agree, that are all they end up all hooked together. Like, what happened to those other cars? Did they like fall off the cliff, or what the fuck happened to those? They won. That's what happened. But, but, like, I so I remember the helicopter crashing along with like Hobbs' car that. Uh, Shaw is driving, but they don't show the other cars. I don't think. I thought. Me- I, I think, think so. So right after that happens, the helicopter pulls. The only car that's attached left at the very end is Hobbs and Shaw's truck, and it pulls it over the cliff. I think all the other cars are still up there, like on the road. They just the helicopter just like pulled it down into the ravine where. It was, it was raining at that point and at that area of the island. Okay, gosh, yeah. Um, now, Colin, you brought up the fact that they have to combine their powers. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, we should just we should just talk to them, talk about them like they're superheroes because they don't. They don't oh, they're definitely superheroes. <laughs> they don't abide by the same physics us mere mortals do. They're both basically just like Captain America's. They both just have like insane super strength. The, the only thing missing from this movie is a, is someone showing a physics 101 book and Idris Elba just punching through it at the start of the movie. <laughs> because, honestly, at least you would have known by then, like, alright, I know what I'm getting into. But, 
so this AI that uh, Brixton has can do everything. It can like map out like it's like the it's dude it's the fucking Iron Man tech from Civil War when he's trying to map out Cap's move. Like he can see what Shaw and Hobbs and Shaw are gonna do before they even throw a punch, and so he's able to just like kick their asses. But then they figure out that even though this AI is so advanced, and even though he's part machine and even though you know he's able to like map out you know like next fight moves and you know like the trajectory and what's in front of him and all that if they both try to punch him at the same time the system cannot keep up it's it's so one of them goes all right i'll punch i'll go to swing i'll take the punch and you can hit him it's like i i got your back brother <laughs> No, they do. They literally do have to say to each other, like, we're going to have to work together on this one. And and, and I remember I was like, oh my fucking god, really? And so you get these admittedly badass slow-mo shots with the rock of good punch and state and Brixton, like, all right, I got the motherfucker. You see the slow-mo, like, the spit fly and all that shit, and... Dude, oh my god, I I, I, I was dying. Because it is, it's just like, just like teaming up, fighting, fighting find the, the, the evil man. And so, you know, you know they, 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 uh, they uh, I won't say it's Hobbs, Hobbs Rust that she's one like, you, you might have all the tech in the world, but you know what beats that hard. It was like, god damn, I forgot about that one. Oh man. And then the, and then, and then, and then like the, like the mysterious, mysterious voice is like, like turn bricks off, so he turns, so he turns off. off. Like the only thing missing was a game over, over. <laughs> like sign, sign somewhere. somewhere in this. And the Brixton's like, like and shuts down, down and falls off a cliff. Like hell yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> just goddamn God God fucking insane. insane. Like, like let's, let's call this what it is. But me and Colin, me and Colin we were calling. I, I fuck. Sorry. Um, <laughs> we were cheering. We were, we were, we were laughing. laughing. We were high fiving. And the last thing I'll bring before I kick it back to you before we kind of wrap up. Uh, Ryan Reynolds being in the shit was fucking awesome. Ryan Reynolds comes in from nowhere as this other uh, this other tracker who used to work with Hobbs back in the day, and he has the start of Hobbs Samoan ta- Samoa tattoo on his chest, which I thought was just was just fucking great. And then we got Kevin Hart in this as a like a like a TSA Air Marshal. He's Thank you. Yeah, and I normally don't like Kevin Hart like at all, and I was like, oh, he's actually really funny in this. Go, go figure. Um, outside of Jim Rogers, he's great in that. But the cameras they had they had in here really did work, and the guy who actually recruits, um, who recruits uh, recruits, uh, Shaw, that's actually uh, Peter, aka Sugar Bear from Deadpool Two. Oh, nice. Which I thought was a great cameo, and then um, he lasted like all then, of like five uh, minutes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. And then, uh, and then Eddie Marzen, the guy who the, the scientist, he was the guy who ran the uh, the uh, the school. Remember in Deadpool two, where they were they had all the kids. That was the professor. Mm. That. So yeah, so some 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 cool little like cameos that I went all right. These guys are pretty fun. Uh, David uh, Leach, who went ahead and directed Deadpool 2, and also directed John Wick, and was a producer on John Wick Chapter Dulce. Um, God bless you, sir. You helped bring us two great John Wick movies. I am, I am forever in your, I am forever in your debt, sir. Um, but he did a great job with this. I thought directing it. Yeah, some of the CG, admittedly, does not look as good as you know it should, but. A lot of the, the, the scenes that are set up, whether it's the Chernobyl fight, whether it's this fight where they're actually initially getting into the Chernobyl site and they're going through all these guys, um, like you do, Colin. Um, there's, a, there's, a, there's a scene in uh, Hattie's... Uh, in her apartment, where it's like got this like kind of neon like backdrop, and Decker Shaw's fighting these henchmen who are looking for her, and he hits this dude in the face with a toaster, and I was like, oh my god, <laughs> like, it, like the the fight scenes I thought were great in this, and 
the plot, the plot admittedly, it's it's yeah, you know it's one ply thin, thin but, but it really, really is entertaining. entertaining. And in the end, that's what you want. What you want. So, so uh, getting to my, getting final, to my final thoughts here, I just, I just thought this was a blast. It's funny. It's, funny. it's dumb. It's, it's, so it's so fucking dumb. And we we were all right around an hour, and we could probably spend another fifteen minutes just poking holes in the plot and and shit where he went. Wait a minute, what? I mean, we're being kind of nice here, but. I really enjoyed this. I'll buy, I'll buy this when it comes out. Um, um, the, 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 the experience with Colin and Chris would make this a fan fucking fantastic alone, but since I am judging this as a movie as well, I would be comfortable telling someone to see this like Sunday afternoon, Saturday afternoon, you know, like four or five o'clock, you know. Get, catch, catch a movie, get dinner, get dinner afterwards, and just kind of laugh, laugh with some friends about it. So, about I'm, it. Gonna so I'm gonna give us a B plus. That's what I'm gonna lay on it. So yeah, B plus for me. Uh, Colin, uh, kind of your final uh, thoughts and uh, your grades, sir. Yeah, this movie's pretty dumb, um, <laughs> but I like just found myself really enjoying it. Um, yeah, I mean the the director does a good job of directing action scenes, like. They're all over the top and ridiculous, but like that's kind of what I was looking for when I was going into this movie. You know, I was like, I'm gonna slam some beers. I want to just watch some <laughs> shit get blown up. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, Idris Elba was really good. I, I I liked Vanessa Kirby a lot in the role too, playing uh, I Shaw's uh, Shaw's sister. Um, I didn't. Yeah. It dragged a little bit. Like, I thought the movie was ending, and then they were like, oh, no, we're going to Samoa. There's, like, a ton That's of true. movie left. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I'm like, I probably would have given it a better grade if it just kind of ended right when I thought it was ending. Because <laughs> I just started looking at my watch a lot, and I was like, oh, okay, we got a little, we got a little bit here. <laughs> like, all right, let's go get some fucking Samoa tribal spears and shit. And <laughs> but then I... Thank God we got one of the most amazing cinematic viewing experiences of my life when Hell yeah! The, the rock is dragging a fucking helicopter by a chain, reattaching it while all these cars are like coming up like Mario Kart style, like linking up. Oh my god. I Dude, was seriously? just the the like like I wish I could just give this movie a G for gratuitous. But um, I don't Do know. It. It's yeah. It's a G. No, yeah. Uh, it's really stupid. But I had a fun time, so I'm gonna give it a B. B. All right, that's fair. Is my turn? It is. It is. <laughs> I'm let her, let her rip, Scott. God, am I gonna be the highest one on this? Uh, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I mean, had a B plus with me, but that's okay. We we've been over it, like, and there was a point where I was like, kind of, uh, self like really reflecting on it mid movie, thinking about that I was actually laughing and that maybe that was because I was having a good time, and I think it was because it was just so ridiculous, and we I mean we've been over a lot of it. Um, I do like I understand like the <laughs> what what you're getting into here. It's not like a big shock. Like there's gonna be huge explosions, but like I feel I, I was just unimpressed with a lot of that stuff because even even sometimes the the explosions like they would just drive a car into a building and the whole the building would explode like <laughs> it was. Like, it, you had it lit off, like, a nuclear bomb inside. Like, I think when you drive a car in a building, I'm pretty sure it just makes a hole. But, no. I'm not, like, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not trying to nitpick on that stuff, because I get it. Like, I get what the movie's about. But this, the shit, like, the Mick Jagger thing, or, like, when they look at each other at the end and, like, hey... We gotta come together on if this this one if we're gonna win. Like God, so dirt. It was so dirt. I just I couldn't. I just can't fall in the category of having a good time because it was dumb. It was so dumb. It was a really dumb movie. And I, are you going to see? Are you going to see plus on this? 
No, no, I was gonna give it a D plus. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> this is so dumb. I was rolling my eyes through like all of it. Oh, he just elbow was like probably the best part, along with Ryan Reynolds, who is great in everything, by the way. Um, I didn't have. It wasn't the fact that like I I knew what to expect, but when movies don't try, what I feel like a movie isn't even trying, then. It's like, okay, then fuck you. This is, then I'm not going to try to have a good time in it if you're not even going to make the effort to write some script that, like, even some way, like, comes together and, like, and it's two hours and 15 minutes. Like, whoa. Like, this, if this thing was an hour 30 and, like, whatever, like, do some big explosions. I don't know. I'm done ranting. It was, that was dumb. It was a really dumb movie. D plus. Damn. I am shocked. I thought you would see mine, but deep. Damn, okay. I laughed really hard at how dumb it was, though. So, I mean, take that for what whatever you want. I mean, they're making millions of dollars off this, so they, they, are. they could give a shit about what I say. Damn. Damn. Okay, so let me ask you this. Would you watch this again like it was on cable? No. No. Damn. Damn. Okay, that's fair. I think that's a D plus then. completely fair. I just noticed on the poster in the top right, they actually have the helicopter being held on by the chain on the, on the truck. <laughs> they do. Yeah, they, they're clear. Oh my God, they, they do. They clearly were very proud of that. I love it. I will. I, I do want to give you guys some credit because if I was sitting in a theater with you guys, I probably would have enjoyed this so much more. So Yeah, it, I, I, if I would have saw this by myself, I probably would have given it like an F or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But it was just so damn fun. Yeah, we'll have to see if there's anything good playing when we're in when we're in San Diego. That would be mm. fun if you said stupid. Yeah, live. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But we should we should find something where no one's in the theater and just live review as we're watching. <laughs> like like do like a Mystery Science three thousand. <laughs> yeah, do a little Mystery Science three yeah. thousand. That'd be cool. But oh my god! Oh my god. I, I'll tell you right now, like if Best Buy does a steel book 4K of this, like, <laughs> like like no shame in my game. Hopefully, it's just a giant, like it's just a giant car. <laughs> just says Hobbs H and S on the license plate. But yeah, man, I, I had fun. I can't believe it. I can't believe I'm the highest one on this. I thought Colin would be closer. To me. <laughs> but. It's fine, whatever. But There's no way I could guys, put this in the A range. <laughs> I, can't. I, can't, I just wouldn't be able to look at myself in the mirror. <laughs> like so, so that's why I'm like splitting the difference. Cause like, like I said, the experience alone would be a fan fucking fantastic. Right. As a movie. This is like. Hey, everyone. You know. Uh, if you you can love a movie and it's not going to be like win an Academy Award, you know. Oh yeah. So I'm like I'm like cutting the difference because I feel like on like by itself it's like a C plus B minus, but the experience with the fan fucking fantastic. So that's how I get to my B plus. That's it's like I get if someone tells me I never want to watch this again. I feel like that's fair, but I just I, I laughed a lot so. What you gonna do? But guys, Hobbs and Shaw, have you seen it? You should. Uh, <laughs> Hobbs and Shaw's is. Check them out. <laughs> dude, you know, dude, you know they So apparently, the rumors they've greenlit two sequels. Oh no, my they god! No. <laughs> That's I'm, the rumor. Uh, I'm already excited for Hobbs. <laughs> I may never guys- watch this movie ever again, but. When number two comes out, I will be there opening night. <laughs> you guys need to take back your reviews right now because you're perpetuating this awful thing. <laughs> what? 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 Oh, I'm sorry. Did you say awful? Thing? <laughs> I mean, people are people are getting employed. It's about the economy. Yeah, like, uh, all right, fine. I will be first in yeah. line to give them my money for Hobbs <laughs> and Shaw too. <laughs> no, I was. It was it was so great. Like there was like a week long period where me and Colin kept sending like texts or videos just shanning off and like hell yeah, I'm excited for this. But yeah, this this lived up to every expectation for how dumb it was gonna be that I had. Like it was dumb. I gotta give movie credit for this. It was actually dumber than I thought it would be, and I thought it'd be really dumb, but it was somehow dumber. <laughs> 
and I Colin, really would you that. agree with that? Was this dumber than you thought it would be? Uh, I mean, I I thought it was going to be pretty dumb. <laughs> <laughs> so it was pretty close to how dumb I thought. Scott, what about you? It was way dumber than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> And that's how you get your grades, right there. Yeah, absolutely. But guys, have you seen Hobbs and Shaw? If you haven't, you should. Uh, let us know what you thought in the comments below. You can go ahead and like us on Facebook at The Real Pineapple. You can follow us on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Google Podcasts. Okay, almost done. A SoundCloud, Spotify, Podbean, and now on Stitcher at The Real Pineapple. Make sure you're able to subscribe there so you can go ahead and know, uh, be the first to know when our new reviews come out. Out. You can follow yours truly on the Twitter at JHunterRealPineapple. You can follow Scott on Twitter at Newman the First. You can follow Colin on Twitter. The Real O'Neill. Guys, thank you so much for listening. We'll have reviews up uh, this upcoming week for what are we seeing Thursday, Colin? Oh, Hobbs and Shaw. Derp the Explorer. <laughs> yeah, Dorn the Explorer and the Lost City of Gold. Which... Colin, just keep an open mind, all right? <laughs> Yeah, my mind is open to the idea that I'm going to fucking hate it. <laughs> I can't. So, oh God, I can't. So, I will say the screening we bought tickets for, shocker, not one other seat is full. <laughs> now, which seat should we sit in? Huh? Oh, my God. Yeah, we, I can't believe I suggested yeah, so, this. <laughs> well, because honestly, my thought was... I don't know which looks worse, like, like me going to see it by myself or me going with my friend. Yeah, I'm going to wear a trench coat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah, do that. Like, that would go over yeah. super well. The parents like, bringing their children are going to love it. And you're like, yeah, bring, funny yeah. joke. <laughs> bring extra candy just in case anyone else wants some. You know, I'll bring candy. I'll bring a. I'll bring a rag with me that's like wet. <laughs> Does it smell like chloroform? To you? <laughs> it's like what? Uh, like, what do God, that's gonna be so bad. So, God help us for reviewing Torah in the Lost City of Gold. God, I cannot believe it's happening. If you would have told me three years ago I'd be reviewing a Dora the Explorer movie, I'd go, get the fuck out of here. But here we are. So, we'll be reviewing that, and we'll also be reviewing um, uh, uh, Longshot, which I'm actually excited to watch that. Uh, Collins watched it, I have not, so we will uh, watch that and have a review for it. But, uh, Guys, thank you so much for listening, guys. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Meow.